I always wonder if anyone has saved my nudes. I'm like partially terrified of the idea of someone having saved my nudes. And then also like I would be touched if they did. Right. Nothing shitty should happen to you. You should not be the victim of revenge porn. But you did participate. There's not a total disconnect from the way things ended up and the what you did. You know what I mean? If you want to be super safe and strict about it, you can't ever do it. And, and that is actually the truth. Well, that's why you just can't keep your face in it. Right. I do have features that are identifying. Right. I've heard about this. <laughs> I mean, really, you're basically like telling people what to look for now. If you see a random... I don't know. What do they call them? Pussy pics? Oh, Ooh, I like that. What do you like? What is the the vagina vaginal equivalent to a dick pic? I don't. How would you say? I don't know. Wow, our culture is really sexist that we don't have a word for that at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. People don't even talk about that really. I would assume that it's actually like more common than the discourse would suggest. Boobs are more of a thing, right? Of course. Yeah. Classic. Nipples. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, we should talk about Mariah Carey's thing, but we should do the intro. Yeah. Okay. So do it. Do what? The intro? Yeah. I mean, someone else do it. Hi, I'm Janice Dickinson, the world's first supermodel. And I'm here to introduce to you your new host for Pot Psychology, starring Tracy Egan Morrissey and Rich Juzviak. Woohoo! The breast thing was was really a perfect segue to Mariah Carey. So I don't know. What if, breast thing? Well, we were talking about breasts and then we were talking about boob okay. shots. And I just found the Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas special so breasty. Two of my notes were, and I've only took like five notes, and two of them are about her tits. I mean, it's like so much side boob on Christmas. I've never seen that much side boob it's on a Christmas. Lot of and so then, so then I'm thinking about it because it's like, it's... It, this is just not up to snuff, you know? It's just what, the not whole hot. Christmas special? Yeah. I just, you could tell, I mean, Apple has a ton of money to make <sighs> original content. But but not enough to make something that looks decent, apparently. Well, this is my theory. Yeah. I think that they had a ton of money to make this, and it mostly went to her. I bet. And I think that I think she so just too. didn't, re- you know, Beyonce, if Beyonce, Ugh. you know, Beyonce gets a budget and Beyonce puts her all exactly. into the project. Yes. Mariah's Even the Lion like, King thing. Yeah. Black is king. Like nobody wanted that visual album a year later. <laughs> and she still put her entire existence yes. into it. She's just a little bit of a lazy diva. Yeah. Like she isn't the person that's going to be in the gym Every day leading up to the production, she's just going to use the stretch. She's going to have the, the stretch the film. What I find particularly insulting about it is just how stupid it is. Like, I mean, why if she wanted to just do the barest minimum, then fucking get a piano and an acoustic guitar and do an unplugged Christmas. That would have been classy. Well, I this, guess is, this is this is like keeps like like Una really liked she watching it. it oh yes. really she liked because it's it like like little kids well th- this is what so i'm that's thinking of what too. Is weird is that it's little it's if she's making it for little kids like for her kids but 
And why all the tits? <laughs> Which made me think that the target audience of this must be like breastfeeding <laughs> infants. <laughs> right? Like who else? What else is the cross section? <laughs> Una, Una and I talked about her boobs while we were watching it. How I was could like, you not? Her boobs. Well, all right. So, so the first outfit, the first look, it's like a red kind of jumpsuit. It's zipped up and you don't see the cleavage. Right. And it's, but it, there's like a Christmas sweater pattern on top. Yeah. I mean, like it's a, still like, like baloney tight on her. Right. But it's, she looks more like a superhero than anything. Yeah, it's kind of like does. a Catwoman. It's like look. kind of like a Christmas Catwoman. Yeah, totally. But then in all of the scenes in that are like in the dream or the North Pole or whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Because it's, it's like it's a dream and then it's not a dream. Yeah, it is a dream. It's real and it's not. Um, <laughs> Uno is like, why did she, why didn't she bring her kids to the North Pole? They would have liked to go. Yeah. <laughs> she just like leaves them. Like she puts those kids to bed. There's some rando kid that's not even her kid. Why does it have to I be this know. other kid? I don't know. Because her kids actually, I was like, oh, maybe her kids just suck at acting. But I felt like they did their lines fine. I thought Roe really seemed uninterested in this <laughs> rock is a little bit more of a showman so we're talking about mariah carey's magical christmas special on apple plus tv which is i guess, I guess it's supposed to be like a lawrence welk thing kind of thing too people do this like yeah Bill it's Murray like a christmas nick and jessica Right. Um, right. Dolly it's Parton. been a thing. Dolly Parton. I saw Dolly. I mean, I had Dolly's taped as a child. Yeah. And watched I, it a lot. I but that was that. much better in my memory. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was just as stupid. I, I don't think anything is just as stupid as this, which it's, it's you know, the premise stringing together songs is that Mariah Carey is best friends with Santa, or she's, I guess, good friends with Santa Claus. I don't know if she claims to be best Wait, at this point, but I, I'm sure she will soon. Did she mention Mrs. Claus at all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, to be like so close with uh, another woman's husband like that? <laughs> yeah, and not even acknowledge her. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Like, Mrs. Claus is she part really of the story. She really has no use for Mrs. Claus, does she? It's crazy. You know what? I wish this movie explored that. <laughs> that would have been a much better premise than what happened, you know? Imagine stringing a story together from that. Like a psychodrama. <laughs> Where she's made to like she's made to consider Mrs. Claus because she maybe she gets sick or something and so like Santa's like really taxed and they like They have the same monogram. Th they do. And also, did you notice that this is MCMC, yes. but it's not MCMC Mariah Carey Merry Christmas like we're used to it's a new MCMC MC, which Mariah is Carey, magical, magical. <laughs> still a reference I mean to it was it was sort of magical I guess but she, it wasn't sometimes it was real and sometimes it wasn't real but I guess there is magic there 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 must have been some magic okay so it did it was kind of explained why Millie Bobby Brown and Bette Midler kind of showed up because yes, like Billy, and also Heidi Klum. Yes, Billy Eichner is like you know screen calling them as an elf as, as Santa's secretary, and you know just talking to them. So and that kind of made sense. I was like, oh, okay, this is how people are joining COVID wise, right? And you know like Tiffany Haddish is filming in a room by herself. She's the narrator. Yeah, reading this as a story from a, her kind, a book, kind of like night 
it was the night before Christmas. Yes. So there's a narrator, a completely needless narrator, because there's no story at all. Completely needless narrator who's Jewish and is wearing a Star of David necklace and, and this all is, right. of these like close-ups where she's holding this book, Christmas and, book. You know, Mariah Carey doesn't tell you happy holidays. She no, tells you Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And this is definitely about Christmas and yes. not about Hanukkah. No, not at <laughs> not all. Not about Hanukkah. No. <laughs> I mean, she dresses as like silver at one point, but that's about it. And it's more like a sexy snowflake. Like her approach to outfits, she approaches Christmas outfits like other people approach Halloween. She's yes. like, how can I be a sexy toy soldier? Yes. How can I be a sexy snowflake? <laughs> sexy Santa. Sexy Santa. <laughs> It's, you know, it's a take. It's, it's a way to yeah. do the holiday. So speaking of sexy, the um, her co-stars in this are her tits. Yeah. They're <laughs> in every fucking scene. How about that scene where she like gets on the ladder to put the star up, but she doesn't actually go on the ladder? Yeah. They yeah. just close, they, they're just close up on her face. Yes. And the tree is suddenly lowered down <laughs> by her. There's no, right, there's no explanation. There's not even like a suggestion of a ladder. She's just No, there is a ladder there, there, but it's a prop ladder. It's on a real ladder. And she doesn't get on it. She She doesn't doesn't get get on it it at all. (laughs) But then she's like, then she makes a joke about key lighting, which is like, which is like the only people that would care about that is like her diehard fans. That's mostly who's watching this. It's weird because she's basically like a niche artist at this point, you know, but it's, it's also like. But there's kids are watching this. She's. She, she's also kind of like Mae West in like she's that. A she's a lot <laughs> like, like Mae West. Because she's got, now she's got like things down, you know? Yeah. It's like, there's like a joke about um her, she doesn't do schedules, yes. you know? It's like one of her lines in it and it's like, you know, oh, famously, you know, to like, you know, the, however many she thousand were, people who are hanging on her on every Mariah word. Carey time. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, exactly. but here we are getting it. Well, I mean, I, yeah, that's true. Transmission received. So that is the entire plot, basically. Yes. She needs to go help Santa because everybody's sad. And like 2020 has been a hard year. Yeah. COVID is not explicitly mentioned. It's too... Or Black Lives Matter. Or Black Lives Matter or or anything like that, that taxed society. Yeah. It's just like, it's hard. (laughs) And so she has to go help spread cheer, I guess. I don't even... She just has to go sing. (laughs) She (laughs) just has to go to the North Pole to sing. And... To no audience. Right. And, (laughs) And it is like fun um i thought when she does sleigh ride and she's like riding against the green screen and the sleigh has like headlights yeah and she's and it's just also sitting in the back seat and there's no one in the front seat driving she's flying yeah there's no reindeer or anything it just flies through this through the air on a sled as a passenger with no driver but and she has a hood on too a santa like a santa fur trimmed hood and her hair's blown out it's like it's like super valerie cherish (laughs) (laughs) and and i was like wow this is like this is like uh appropriately bizarre you know it's like she's like out of her mind in this yeah but then it just kind of becomes boring i liked it I did not like it because I thought it was too... I was singing the whole time. But it's also like, okay, so now you have new studio versions. The songs weren't different enough at all. It's just her doing the songs over again. I really liked... I I felt like the entire thing made it worth it for me 
uh, was because I really liked the the new version of Oh Santa. Yeah. It's Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande, which, by the way, was not like explained as a plot point. Like they just suddenly were there. Right. Right. So she well, at the plot point at that point is that she's gotten distracted and found herself in Santa's workshop where she needs to sing. Where, where they are. Yeah. Well, they, they just join her. Yeah, so they're not explained to being there. Why isn't she like, I need to call my Christmas friends? Right. Because those two women both have Christmas albums, right? Uh, Does Jennifer Hudson have one? I don't know. I love Ariana Grande's Christmas and Chill. EP, yeah. Do you know, do you like that? Yeah, I mean, I've listened to it. It's I've uh, enjoyed what I've heard, but nothing has really stuck. I really, really, really liked hearing Mariah and Ariana do their their high whistle together at the same time like it was just i really liked it as a sound it was extended it really i it tickled me i thought that i thought that the song is firstly chaos yeah i love that sonically chaos yes just my brand (laughs) (laughs) just sonically i mean it's really all over the place it's the vocals are mixed weird this entire show is chaotic neutral (laughs) Is no, it? it's chaotic good. It's chaotic good, I guess. Okay, so I want to, though, return to the boobs because there's so much of them and so much of them shown when they are on screen that it's like Elvira. Yeah, it's exactly like it's the same cut of a dress. It goes all the way down to her navel. Right, goes all the way down her navel, and then the slit goes all the way up her legs, so they're like perilous, perilously close. <laughs> it could just, it could just <laughs> held on by like some cloth, and that's it. Could Mere snap. inches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she also um, is showing. You called it side boob. I consider it under boob as well. So it's really half. It's a half moon <laughs> <laughs> on both sides, and she's like <laughs> just ending it at like the areola. It's like it's so much tit. And they're sh- really shiny in the first scene where she shows them. They're like, it, it, like well, because she's dressed in gold, right? Yes, and That's, but she's covered in like she covered them in highlighter, so they're just like, whoa! I've never had such a breasty Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> never. I mean, Anna Nicole, I guess, comes close, but it, it not, not like this. Yeah, you don't. And I want to point out that she wears. <laughs> Hooter hose, <laughs> Hooters hose, like the the pantyhose that the Hooters girls wear. Yeah. They're like very shiny and thick and very like tan. Right. And I guess that like I'm assuming because like Beyonce wears them whenever she wears like long sleeve bathing suits, and like um, Mariah wears them when she does the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's they, they eliminate any blemishes or cellulite and they like kind of suck you in like it holds you in. Yeah. Probably better than regular tights. Yeah. She puts fishnets over the Hooters hose. Right. Uh, to like try to convince us that the Hooters hose are her legs <laughs> and they're not her legs. They're Hooters hose in nope. fishnets. It's part of a bigger problem of her thinking that we don't notice <laughs> things, you know? Um, um such as such as like the very clear-cut digital stretching that happens in many of yes, these setups yes. usually whenever she's, I think she's digitally altered a lot in this not just stretched but stretched yeah basically the plot is so threadbare and simplistic that it's just an excuse to get her from song to song 
Yeah. And it feels like a stage show. And you know how like you'll see a stage yeah. show that has a narrative and the narrative is real crappy and yeah. slapped together just to, cause they're like, we know you don't care. We're just like trying to do a thing. You know, I hate musicals that are just, you know, song after song after song. Like I need like, a plot. You, I need like people to talk. Or, or just any, too many. For, I mean, like, even any musical, a lot of times I sit and watch musicals and I'm like, please don't sing another song. Not another song. Like I can I feel it coming oh, on. And I'm always, like, no, just like the la- I know. <laughs> Especially when it's like the middle of the second act and you're kind of like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like I've been doing this long enough. I, now I just go to sleep when I, I did that at the producers Yeah. and we had like incredible seats and yeah. it was like a hard ticket to get. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you but what that musical is about. <laughs> you know, like my only understanding of it really is, from watching it on Curb Your Enthusiasm right, and right. I actually like saw it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, I was just like, this is, I'm just gonna, I'm giving up right now. Right. And just like went to sleep. Sometimes you gotta. Yeah. Sometimes when things are so loud, it's almost yeah. like a wall. Like it, it builds exactly. like a, like a, like a cone for you to just like fall asleep in. I fell asleep in the first Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> for that very reason. Um, what uh were we talking about mariah carey yes and she the threadbare script her we covered it all right oh we didn't talk about mimi it's a little mimi right well it's a child who hangs out with rock and row whose origin is not at all explained who does she come from whose is she i think it's just I think it's Mariah Carey as a child. I think she's her own mom. You know, Christmas is a time for miracle birth. She is positioning herself as something of a Christ figure in that she has to save Christmas, you know? That's true. She's a savior of sorts. I just thought that she is somebody who acts very expensive and then she releases something so cheap, you know? I mean, (laughs) so the aesthetic is tons of obvious green screen, on t- with this script that's totally threadbare, just connective yeah. tissue between the songs. And so the aesthetic is 100% Cats, the movie. Yeah. It's just like another thing in that exact style. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm here the only for thing it. that's missing are like the cat costumes. She's not. Well, we got tits. <laughs> <laughs> instead of cats, it should be tits, tits in the same font. <laughs> and, but instead of the eyes, it's. Tits. It's the, the blurry tits. <laughs> tits. At the Winter Garden Theater. <laughs> One thing I've noticed, and I've noticed this about all of her recent performances, but definitely, um, you know, most memorably is uh, the New Year's Eve disaster. Yeah, where she's, I love that, though. Oh, absolutely. But like, you know, uh, but a hallmark of her choreography now is just men lift, guiding her lifting her though yeah, yeah, but just her, for yeah. a little bit right and then putting her back down yeah. for no reason <laughs> that's true <It's> <laughs> a good super like, guide like, here i am yeah just a little being, bit higher yeah. than on the floor <laughs> for a second <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she, they they too, so brian tanaka yes her boyfriend, who i think is so hot he's and, hot i mean do you you notice he's his swagger he's such he yeah. moves so well yeah. i'd fuck him too yeah. i'd fuck him and i'd keep him around i wonder what um his relationship is like with her kids 
They they seem to hang out a lot. Yeah, because they're always all together, right? So it's like, yeah, it what, I wonder like what it. that dynamic is like. Because I'm sure they travel everywhere together, like yeah, all of them. It would be nice if she deigned ever to explain what's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, she would never talk about it. Just like she deal this press for this. All right. So number one question, what was it like working with Ariana? Yeah. What, what, She's not answering uh, you, that? you said something shady about her. How did you overcome that? Yeah. You know what I mean? In, yeah. in a nicer way. So like that, that is a big momentous event. And instead of like treating this as, I mean, cause when, when you believe came out, that was a huge, there was tons of press with that. And they talked about Whitney, uh, Whitney and Mariah, Mariah squashing yeah. beef. But Whitney was like, I never, there was never beef. I mean, Whitney was literally like, I don't think about her. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a little beyond shady, you know, which was actually kind of weird because Whitney usually wasn't like that. I, I've, I'd, ne- Whitney was constantly putting people on. Whitney was not yeah. particularly insecure. I mean, there is the scene of her like talking shit about Paul Abdul and Janet Jackson. Well, because they don't really, they're not singers. Exactly. Like anybody would. Yeah. Like even people who like them. I mean, I talked about their bad voices <laughs> so much, you know? Although I do think that Janet like is a very um, engaged singer. Like all soul, no technique, basically. Yeah, but wasn't Jermaine a total asshole to her? Jermaine Dupree? No, Jermaine Jackson. Uh, I, I don't know. Probably. Whitney. <laughs> oh, Whitney. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Robin, Robin wrote about Robin wrote right? about how terrible he was. Yeah. So then she's like, I don't like his fucking sister, right. probably. That's right, how right. I would be. But anyway, this like Osana thing is supposed to be this momentous event. And, you know, the, she has both of, their, both of the singers, Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson, sing half a line in the first verse. She's standing in front. It's not like it's her turf in every way, including the fact that she's like resurrecting this 10 year song that like never caught on. And now we've got oh, like, why don't you write a new song for this? You know, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Why didn't they write a new song for this? It's like, just do a little bit more, you know, like that's the whole thing. It was just really it was just like really slapdash. Yeah. And she's too expensive to be behaving so cheap. That's part of the allure in a way. And it is campy but i guess what bothers me is that it's also like she half asses but is also such a control freak that like it would never be totally a train wreck it's just it's like just passable new year's eve was a total train wreck that was like her worst moment i i find that she like asks you to kind of exist in this fantasy world in some ways that it's just like no like and nor should anybody have to, you know? You're human. Let's face it. She only became interesting to me during Glitter as a human being, you know? Yeah. When the cracks in the facade showed. Yeah. Not to be mean, but because it's like, right. oh, well, there's someone there. Yeah. Her entire early persona was not that. And I know it's hard and that's like mixed up in a bunch of stuff for her or whatever. But that's the thing is that like she also like... When she talks about herself, she's aware by now that like people laugh at her kind of, but she thinks that she's in on the joke in a way. And it's like, uh, it's, it's not, but that in itself is its own. I know it's true. <laughs> it's its own special thing. I know it's true. She's definitely <laughs> Valerie Jarrett. a special person. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, but you know, I just, I just think if you're an expensive human being like that, don't give me cheap product. I'll uh yeah you you take are into that you want cheap, cheap. I want cheap uh, yeah. I like cheap 
It's just like because her legacy, it's, you know? It's just like what? This like, isn't a legacy. Yeah, I know. It's but Anna it's, Nicole Smithish. It is Anna Nicole Smithish. It's a little <laughs> too messy, you know? I like, I love it. I think I'm she here could for it. She could do better, you know? She could, but she won't. <laughs> <laughs> you're a little too hard on her. I think you're asking a little too much. Mm, I don't th- I expect excellence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too hard on a legend. That's that's what I'm saying is that like why like do, why not, you know? I like it being like a little unbuttoned all the way down to her navel. Yeah, but <laughs> Well, but the the quality of this Christmas special was way lower than something like the Bill Murray one on Netflix, yes. wouldn't you say? Yes. I mean, she could have hired, you know. Well, because they leaned into it more yeah. of of what it of what the medium was. Yeah, exactly. It had some sort of knowledge of some kind of like reference point, you know. Whereas this was kind of like a 50 style something or other that ended up like cats. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who did cats? Uh, it was it was the guy that did the King's Speech. Did you like the King's Speech? We've talked about this. Oh, did we? Not even just once recently, but twice. Uh, oh, really? Twice? We I have... mean, how recently? Like months ago. Well, well, yeah, I mean, but this year. King's Speech Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Rich's favorite movie to hate. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like the King's Speech. And you know what? I would consider myself a bit of a expert when it comes to content surrounding the Royals or uh, or the House of Windsor. Okay. I've seen almost every documentary. Right. I I think I've seen every documentary. I even watched... Oh, my God. Recently, I just watched... Madonna directed W.E., which yeah. I never watched before. Yeah, I never watched it before oh, either. Oh, it's awful. Is it, <laughs> it is so bad. Really? Is it it's like remarkably bad? Remarkably is it, bad. Is it worth seeing it so bad? Yes, I would say wow, so. Wow. Yeah, it's really bad. And that actress who's in Mandy, she's like such a good actress. Yeah. So she's in it and she plays Wallace Simpson. So it's like, it's kind of a thing where it's like Juliet... Julia and Julia or whatever. Julie okay. and Julia. That that one where that girl like wrote a book about like and then it was turned into a movie about like um Yeah, yeah. Julia, Julia Child. Julia and Child the, and then herself. Yeah. And it's like going back and forth between her timeline and that. Yeah. So it's like that, but like with this one woman who just goes to an art exhibit every single day to like look at items that was were owned by Wallace Simpson. And then it flashes back to like Wallace Simpson. And then, but then for whatever reason, sometimes Wallace Simpson just talks to this woman and they have conversations. So it's so confusing. Yes. Like one is uh, currently happening, like in modern times, and the other is Wallace Simpson. I just wanted a straight up Wallace Simpson movie because I think she's really interesting. I don't know why it needed to be this like other thing. Like just make that fucking movie. That's a good story. Anyway, I I don't think that the King's speech is great. Well, until next time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this. If you want to hear more, you can go to patreon.com slash pot psychology. You know what? I'll tell uh, we we did. We got messed up in recording this. We were we talked for a long time without recording. It's you know occupational hazard. Yeah. I I told a story about something that happened to me when I was wearing pantyhose once, <laughs> yeah, and <that's> right. <laughs> I am going to tell that story good, on the bonus thinking. episode. So if you want to hear it, 
It's patreon.com slash pot psychology. We also have (laughs) we also have a book club and we also we have it we have something called Wawu. Watch along with us. This season on Wawu, we're doing season two of the real world, the real world LA. And um that starts this week. Uh and that's it. Okay. Thank you. You're not gonna there's not Oh, I thought you were saying thank you for both of us. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for both of us. <laughs>